You are listening to Fixated, Advent Meditations from the Book of Hebrews, written by Tim Chester and published by Ten of Those. Today's reading for the 16th of December is titled Fixated on Jesus, Our Preacher and Worship Leader. The passage is Hebrews 2, verses 11 to 13. Both the one who makes men holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers. He says, I will declare your name to my brothers in the presence of the congregation. I will sing your praises. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, he says, here am I and the children God has given me. Fixated on Jesus, our preacher and worship leader. So far, Hebrews might have made you full of wonder for the work that Christ did for you on earth and the work he continues to do for you in heaven. But his work on earth was a long time ago and his work in heaven is a long time away. Is Christ distant from us? No. In verses 11 to 13, Jesus says four things. I will declare your name to my brothers and sisters. In the assembly, I will sing your praises. I will put my trust in him. Here am I and the children God has given me. When your church gathers each Sunday morning and the name of God is preached, who is it that speaks? The obvious answer is the preacher, whoever they may be. But verse 12 says that in that moment, Christ himself is also speaking. It is Christ who declares God's name to the assembly. It is Christ as the good shepherd who calls his sheep to his side. It is Christ who speaks words of challenge and words of comfort. Donald McCulloch says, when the gospel is preached, Christ walks among his people. It's a miracle of Christmas all over again. Christ clothed himself in humanity, spurning the language of angels to speak with the tongues of mortals. Think about the last sermon you heard. How was Christ speaking to you through what was said? What words of challenge did he bring to you? What words of comfort? And think about the next sermon you will hear. How might looking to Christ as the chief prophet and chief preacher change the way you listen? The words quoted in verse 12 come from Psalm 22. Psalm 22 begins, My God, why have you forsaken me? Words quoted by Jesus as he hung on the cross. The first half of the psalm describes the suffering of God's Messiah, but the second half describes the fruit of that suffering. By rescuing Christ from death, 
God has rescued all those who are in Christ. Christ rose from the grave as a living testimony to God's salvation, and that testimony is delivered week by week in your local church through the preaching of his word. What about when your church gathers and the praises of God are sung? Who is it that sings? Who is it that responds to Christ's word? Again, the obvious answer is the congregation. But verse 12 says, Christ himself sings God's praises. In the assembly, I will sing your praises. Later on, the writer of Hebrews describes Jesus as a minister in the holy places. The word translated minister is the Greek word from which we get the term liturgy. Jesus leads our liturgy. He's our worship leader. He speaks God's word and then leads our response to God's word. Just as Jesus speaks through the preacher, so Jesus responds through the congregation. He leads us to say, I will put my trust in him. What makes our worship beautiful to God is not the quality of our music or the content of our songs. What makes worship beautiful to God is Jesus. He's our worship leader. He may not transform your voice so you win the approval of the X-Factor judges, but he wraps your heart up in his righteousness so that your worship wins the approval of God. Here I am, Jesus says in verse 13, and the children God has given me. It's a quote from Isaiah 8, 17 to 18. There, Isaiah and his children are signs of God's saving purposes. One of Isaiah's children is called Shir Jashub, which means a remnant will return. Isaiah 7 verse 3. It is the promise that judgment will give way to salvation. Isaiah's other child is less happily named. Maher Shalal Hashbaz, which means quick to plunder and swift to the spoil. Isaiah 8 2. It's a description of the coming Assyrian army, the army Judah hoped would save them, but which would actually turn on them. So Maher, Shalal, Hashbaz represents misplaced faith. Isaiah is calling on his hearers to join him and his family in trusting God and God alone. Isaiah's own name means the Lord is salvation. Now Jesus takes these words on his lips. His name too means the Lord saves. His children, those who trust in him, are signs of God's salvation. Look around the room next time you gather to worship with God's people. Each one is a sign that God saves. Reflection. Where is Jesus? He's among us every time we gather by his Spirit, speaking beautiful words of 
comfort and beautifying our response. <laughs> <laughs>